Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 17, 2021. I am Harry Glanz, and with me today, I am honored to have Becky Alley, 1% of all mortgage originators in the country. Hi, Becky Alley. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Everybody's doing great, Becky. You're looking good. Appreciate it. John Kolb, we have John Kolb. He is also in the 1% club. Can we call him a 1%er? He is a 1%er along with Becky Alley, 1% of all the originators in the country, United States. John Cole, welcome. Hey, guys. Good to be here. And we also have joining us today, Mr. Harvey Freed, host with the most 97.1 FM Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, radio show we've been doing every week. We are in our 21st year doing it, 97.1 FM. Good morning, Harvey Freed. Good morning. Well, expert panel, there are really two stories that are going on in the country right now. Number one is the weather. How about that weather, Becky Alley? I was kind of excited to get some snow. I took the girls to Mont Holly on Sunday. We're trying to make them snowboard extraordinaires. But um, obviously, the they had a snow day yesterday, and um, they're excited to get out there and play in it and all that stuff. So um, that was a good time. I actually, I don't mind the snow. So Love it. John Kolb, the weather is certainly not helping Michigan State University in basketball, but we won't talk about that. The weather here, you're a snow guy. Where were you over the weekend? I was in Breckenridge, Colorado. Awesome. And uh, Mr. Harvey Freed, how are you enjoying this weather? Oh, I'm just saving animals that are stranded, dogs, cats. Uh, we're trying to uh, pick up all these poor animals that are out there and get them into some warmer temperatures. But uh, soon spring will be here, Harry. We're looking forward to it. We're only a few weeks away. Well, that is why I wore my Detroit Tiger uh uh, quarter zip today. Hope springs eternal. I'm trying to bring in the solid good weather. We also have to have a little bit of compassion, uh, a little bit of grace for our people that uh, live in the Dallas, Texas area, the whole state of Texas, other parts of the country, power outages. Um, it's just really nasty weather that has blanketed the entire United States. Uh, talk about that. The other big story in the mortgage world, our mortgage interest rates. Mortgage interest rates have gone up, Becky Alley. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, we kind of all saw it coming. Obviously, we're never going to go below zero or wherever they were. We were at that low point for some time. So with the stock market where it's at and the interest rates kind of ticking up about an eighth, maybe a quarter, depending on what your credit score is, we kind of were anticipating this to happen at some point in time. We just were not sure exactly when that moment was going to happen. Yeah. John Kolb, talk about interest rates going up for refi transactions. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, they're, they're still in the range of, you know, still making sense to do things for everybody. So, I mean, yeah, they've gone up a little bit, but you know, it's just a blip on the radar and you know, all the analysts, everybody says that the, everything should stay pretty stagnant. Um, that doesn't mean that they're going to stay at 2.5, 2.6, you know, but they'll be they'll be in the range of making sure to get stuff done. Good rates for purchases, good rates for uh, people taking cash out. So, you know, just analyze the situation and do what's best for you and your family. And that is the key, Harvey Free. The key is the while the rates go up, we you know, Becky said it the best. What What's the big deal about it? Doesn't matter because the purchase activity, Harvey Freed is abnormally strong. The weather might be cold, 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 cold all over the country, but all over the country, the purchase market is very strong, Harvey. Yeah, Harry, the um, 
the inventory has definitely had a real toll on what's going on out there. Multiple bids continuing through 2021. Not only that, we're starting to see some interesting things happen. A lot of the inspections are coming back with all sorts of problems to the home. So because of the lack of inventory, a lot of sellers out there said, you know what? I know I've got a furnace that's about on the fritz. I know I got some roofing problems. There's older homes, older functionality of these homes and buyers that are a little bit on the desperate side. Please, if we could tell anyone, uh, definitely do not pass on that inspection. Again, it's your hard-earned money. We want you to become homeowners, but we don't want you to drop your guard and do things and enter into a transaction, a house, close on a property that's going to be a money pit for you. You just don't want that for your family. All right. I think that's an excellent point, Harvey. And I have a client right now, and I'm going to open this question up to the panel. And I'm going to start with Becky. The question goes something like this. I have a client that puts in an offer on a house. Uh, and the house is selling for about 165000 They put in a full price offer at 165000 They had the inspection, Becky Ellie, and you get first crack at this. They had the inspection yesterday. The inspection came back with approximately, because you never know, right? But approximately $20,000 in repairs. What do they do now, Becky Ellie? Well, um, it depends on what those $20,000 are. Obviously, you know, when, you know, if you got to look at it from your perspective, right? And what are your wants and your needs? And what is your overall goals with this property? Now, if you are buying this property and it's the low end of your budget, knowing that you're going to get in there and you're going to ransack it and completely redo it. Okay, then maybe that $20,000 worth of things are going to be what you planned on fixing anyway. Now, if it's foundation, if it's just big ticket items that you as a buyer are not going to be able to really get in there and financially do it. Cause obviously if it's $20,000 of repairs, that means that you as the buyer that's falling on your lap now. So if you don't have the financial means to do that, then the possibility of having to pass on this house is more reality than it is not. So um, it's really going to depend on what you're getting in there. And if you're maxing yourself out, because, you know, obviously you got to factor in that $20,000 on top of your down payment, closing costs, et cetera. So um, I would say goals and what you're trying to do with the property is going to be at the top of my list on what to do there. Great advice. John Cole, what say you on this subject? You know, it's uh, it's just going to be one of those things where you just have to stay consistent and, uh, you know, do what we always do. Do the right thing for people, stay in communication and, and just it's the same day. It's a, it's the same thing that we do day in and day out. Now, but what do we tell the client that uh, has $20,000 worth of repairs? How do they go back to the seller? Oh, well, that's, <laughs> you know, you got to go back and you got to make sure that, you know, one, dropping the price down to by 20 grand is really only going to save you about a hundred bucks a month, right? So that's really not going to do anything for the buyer trying to get the home fixed up. So at that point, you just have to make a decision. Is the house worth it for you and the extra money that you're going to have to put in? Because it's really, you're really not going to get the benefit of uh, a payment savings by de decreasing the purchase price. Your seller concessions are, are limited to, you know, 6% of the sales price of the home for the most part. Sometimes you can go as high as nine, depending upon your LTV, but you know, 20 grand in, in repairs, honestly, Nine out of 10 times, I think you just got to walk away from the home. I like it. Harvey Freed? 
Yeah, and both of my I got two situations right now. The sellers have gone uh, gone ahead and decided they're going to do the work. One was a, a horrible mold situation, and they have their mold remediators going in there, ripping out all the carpet, the flooring, anything that would cause problems in the home where there's mold spores. So that's a great way. Also, there was mold found in the venting system, the heating and cooling system. So they're having that also clean. So they know because they were out there in the marketplace, hard to find a property. Again, the lack of inventory has people questioning, do they want to proceed? Well, it turns out that in both of my situations, the sellers are doing the work, getting the work done, and then we'll go back out to the properties and make sure that all the work's done and satisfied. But these Excellent, are excellent, excellent. Panel, you're excellent. You came through always on that subject. I've got another subject right now. Let's talk about the hot, abnormally strong home market right now going on. I've been tracking two subdivisions specifically for two different buyers that I have right now. One is in Florida and one is here in Birmingham, Michigan. I've been tracking a subdivision, Becky Alley, where yesterday, apologize, over the weekend, 11 homes in this subdivision were on the market. Yesterday, six out of the 11 were under contract. Okay, in three days, they sold six homes under contract. What are you finding out right now? How hot is the market where you're looking or where what your area is? I know we do loans all over the United States. Talk to me about what you're seeing in your area in the home purchase market. Um, you know, so I agree with you in Florida. Obviously, like right now, there's a lot of people looking for vacation homes. Some I have clients that are doctors and they you know, they work in Florida and in Michigan. So they're looking to purchase a, a residence in Florida. You know, we have to decide whether we want to do it as a second home or primary because technically they would be like 50-50, but most likely it's going to be done as a second home to make it easier for everyone. Um, Texas as well, even though they are being hit with some unprecedented weather, there is a lot of investors going into Texas right now, gobbling up any of these properties. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of them are predominantly rental properties. So um, anything that is halfway decent is literally, I mean, you have people coming from California, nabbing up any kind of real estate they can get in Texas right now. It is crazy. Um, in our neck of the woods, Michigan, obviously, like you're going to have these subs where nothing comes on the market ever, right? So you got these people that really want to be in the sub and the second that something pops up, they're like white on rice trying to get on it and, you know, as quickly as possible. And then it's almost like you have those subdivisions like you're talking about, Harry, where there's no activity. And then it's like one person goes on the market and they're like, oh, wow, I didn't think that I could get that much for my house. And then they're like, well, let's just do it. And then you just see bam, bam, bam. It's a domino effect. And that's kind of what real estate agents and um, buyers are wanting to see right now is because um, people are holding back their properties, whether they're thinking about selling, you know, because they don't know where they're going to go. And there's a lot of unknown. So a lot of it is just kind of testing that water, seeing what your neighbor's doing. And, you know, and then if they see, oh, wow, I, I could actually get 400000 1003 why not? Let's just throw a rock and see where it goes. And then obviously, you know, as you know, um, buyers are flocking to anything and everything um, that they can get their hands on right now because um, there's not enough out there. Yeah, John, what are you experiencing right now with your real estate agents and uh, how hot the market is? I'm actually seeing, John Cole, where there are homes that are being put on the market and like Becky said, there's this flurry of activity, and then they're actually raising the prices on the listing. 
they're relisting it for twenty, thirty thousand dollars more because of all the activity. I mean, yeah, you're seeing people overbid for properties and and you know, and yeah, sellers wanting to get it back on the market so they can relist it for more money. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you take, take your gains while you can. Don't get too greedy. Um, if you hear, you hear about somebody, I just had one where you heard about somebody, the client um, was not able to secure their financing from a different lender, not us, um, in time. And the buyer pulled out and was able to list it for more. Um, that's very, very unfortunate. I think that, uh, um, you know, especially for people trying to get things done, it's so busy in our industry that if you're not setting the right expectations on the front end with the realtors about when you can get things closed, that, you know, setting these people, people up to fail, you know, is, is almost a certainty. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't like it. I like to make sure that if you're selling to somebody, uh, that is wanting to, to get the home is, has the ability to get the home and you've agreed on a price and that should be the price, not just pull out because you heard the appraisal came, uh, you know, five grand higher and you want to try to get 10 grand more for your home. Like I said, it's just greedy. It's not the right thing to do. And karma's a bitch. There you go. Harvey free. What are you seeing in your home purchase area? No homes on the market, Harry, just the same old thing. No homes on the marketplace. 2021 is going to be quite the, uh, the extravaganza to, for getting people to get their offers accepted. Better save a lot of money to overbid on properties. Uh, same message we've been giving really actually for the last seven or eight months now. Yeah. Right, I'm going to segue. I got a new segue for you, Harvey. New construction. You're a new construction guy. You built a few houses in your life. New construction right now, Harvey Freed. The prices are escalating because of lack of labor and the high cost of materials. Lumber prices are going up tremendously. You can't find crews um they're charging an exorbitant amount of money you gotta expect to pay more new construction harvey freed that's your that's your sweet spot let's talk about that go ahead well new construction is really exciting for a lot of families and i think as they go out to go to these new construction subdivisions they're finding out that it might be a better option for them if they're going to overbid to buy an older home uh, that needs a lot of work and a lot of money you can buy a new construction home here and there's a People always think, again, you need 20% down. It's just not the case. You can buy a new construction home with as little as 3% down for that matter, zero down on, on some transactions, VA and, and stuff like that. But again, 5% down conventional purchases for families that want to buy new construction homes. Those are available. You don't have to get, you don't have to spend a lot of money. The builders will take a small down payment, typically 10 to $20,000, and you don't owe them the rest of the money till the closing table when your mortgage is all done. So we really like the idea of any families out there, again, get in early, get in now. The prices will continue to go up this spring and summer as the inventory gets swallowed up by, by all those families looking to get into these new construction subdivisions. I'm actually going to meet someone Saturday, Harry. And sure enough, even though the builder offered financing, they know from speaking to the builder that they're going to have a better process working with people that have been around a long time and have done this. So Looking forward to closing on a new construction actually in May for some new families. That'd be great. I know John Kolb, you know, people that work at, uh, at builders, what are they saying? We're saying it's, it's booming. I mean, but you know, like, like Harvey just said, like you've stated, it's um, new construction, even though back in the day it, it was for everybody or could be for everybody, I should say it's not for everybody now. I mean, you're, you're talking about new families that are trying to buy their first home. 
and they're going to overpay because of the construction cost and labor. I mean, rightfully so. I mean, that's it's just you know supply and demand, right? But you know, if you're talking about a new family who's going to try to get in and 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 make a make a go at it, I think the best thing is to get into an existing home with these going interest rates. And yeah, you've got a little bit of inflation on the uh, on these home prices for existing homes, but it's nothing like new construction. So they're going to get more bang for their buck and be able to save a little bit more so that they're successful homeowners. It, just my opinion, my two cents. No, so I think you're construction. Too, I yeah, feel ahead, like I just want to yeah. jump in. I didn't mean to interject, but with new construction, there's a lot more that goes into it than just building a house. You also have to factor in your landscaping, the sod. I mean, you can go out of budget really fast if you are not careful because that's all your responsibility. They're going to do their normal grading, but any landscaping, papers, some of these new construction are going to have their associations where they want you to have. X amount of arbor bites in the front corner of the house. I mean, it depends on how strict um, these associations are. So that's also something that you as a buyer, if you're not seeing something that's pre-existing and it sounds all, you know, you can, I'm going to make it, I'm going to get all the finishes that I want, but you can get real crazy real quick and taxes are always going to creep up and bite you because the property is not assessed currently when you're buying a new construction. So you, we need to find out what the millage rates are. And when you fully assess a property that's, Three, four, five hundred thousand dollars. I mean, you could be looking at taxes that are six, seven, eight thousand dollars that are really going to push your price point up. So, our advice is to be careful. Obviously, we're here to educate you, but we have to kind of have that foresight for you where we're seeing down the road, not just immediately right in front of us. Um, so we can look up for you when these taxes do uncap, and all of a sudden you have a payment that's know, five hundred dollars more than what you're anticipating a year later. Yeah, I think that's a great way to recap. Um, we're going to recap it right now. First of all, I am blessed, honored, and grateful to be working with people like you. Everybody who's listening to this, all if you only listen to one podcast, one radio show, one set of mortgage banking experts, today's show was the one that you had to listen to. If you don't understand that you've got 100 years of experience right now talking about new construction, new home purchases, what the market is doing, how it will not affect the market. Rates going up will not affect the home buying market this year because of why. The rates are so low anyways, so they go up a half a point to three quarters of a point. All right, so you're not in the mid twos to, to high twos anymore. You're in the mid threes to high threes. Historically low rates. Harvey Freed, I'm going to start with you. Go to John, Becky, You'll recap it, and then we'll get out of here. Go ahead, Eric. What was the question again? The specific question? Your recap, baby. Oh, my recap was, I was glad. I wanted to recap on the new construction, too, because as I was talking and thinking about it, I reached out to the title company. Most of the new construction builders across the United States are charging the clients fees that they didn't charge in the past, which is fine. They're disclosing these fees, but you have to know what those fees are, and sure enough, the last two new construction families we spoke with, they were sort of taken back. They didn't even read the purchase agreement. They didn't know what those fees meant. But in my hands is a, uh, a fee on a half a million dollar new construction. This is the initial closing disclosure. And um, the fees that the builder is going to be charging the buyers on top of the regular mortgage fee are $7,100. So definitely you need to, if you're going to go new construction, you want to work with the builders directly 
so they can explain everything or a very qualified real estate agent that understands new constructions and the nuances of a new construction purchase. Beautiful. Well-spoken, Harvey. John Kolb? Yeah, you know, like I uh, recap on just, you know, rates, rates are rates. And one of those experts would be a realtor and making sure that the realtor is explaining the difference between new construction and uh, an existing home and what uh, what they foresee in terms of what what's going on with the market now versus in the summer. So work with your team, get good advice, multiple, uh, mul multiple uh, ideas and uh, make an educated decision. Beautiful. Becky Alley. Look, there's a lot of snow outside and there's a lot of noise outside. So make sure you are separating what your goals are. And like John said, you're sticking with people that are here to help you. They're going to educate you. They're going to look five miles down the road and kind of anticipate things that you need to be aware of because there's a lot of things that happen along the mortgage process, whether new construction existing, and it's important to be aware of all those things. We try to do our best to bring these things to light in the very mm -hmm. beginning in the pre-approval process, because that is key. But obviously there are some things that show up on title that we would have no idea about. So the point is, is to make sure that you have experience with you, that you're not going to get lost. You're not going to get always transferred to the manager of blue pens with the racers on top. You're always have that key point of contact. Um, and we're here to help you whether you do your transaction or not. I'm always willing to take a look at someone's costs. And if I can wipe the floor with a competitor and you still want to use them because of whatever your personal relationship is, okay. But I'm going to do my best to educate you and point out things that think where it could be a little bit better. So um, stay safe, stay warm, and keep it locked into capital mortgage funding always. Yep. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. A great panel, great show today. Also, Roberto Boshane in the booth. Thank you, Roberto, for being our producer and director. The recap goes like this. Yeah, rates are going up, will not affect the purchase business. Limited inventory, construction costs, and labor costs are going up. You have to expect to go in and be aggressive on your offer. There's no such thing as stealing a house anymore. I don't want to hear about foreclosures. By the way, you, there, there are no foreclosures going on right now because the government has stayed the foreclosure process. So if you're looking to buy a home, you've got to be honest. You've got to be forthright about it. Put in your best offer. Get it going. But most importantly, you have to be, be pre-approved. Do not go out shopping for a home unless you know what you can afford. That sounds elementary, but people do it all the time. Um, look at everybody. Weather's cold. Market's hot. Stay safe. Stay warm. Got my Tiger stuff on today because I'm expecting baseball season around the corner. Got spring training coming up. Pitchers and catchers are reporting soon. You know what? I look forward to this time of year. We need some warmer weather around here. Thinking about the people in Texas. Thinking about the people in Colorado, California. It's freezing all over the country, everybody. This has been the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show for Becky Alley, John Cole, Harvey Freed, Roberto Boshane in the booth. Thank you very much, Roberto. This is Harry Glantz. Harvey and I will see you on Saturday morning, 97.1 FM. Talk to you soon.